Amen. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for being here tonight and great singing, of course. Uh, what we'd like to do, and this has uh, become somewhat of a tradition for us, we like to give a time of testimony and a time of thankfulness. Um, as years go by, I find that I sometimes it's hard to, to just comprehend all the things that God has done in my life because they're, they're like rapid fires, <laughs> like one after the next, and I, I just keep going. But um, let, let me start by saying this. Um, I started coming to this church, I think it was, it was either late 2017 or early 2018. And uh, if you remember what the building looked like back then, raise your hand. Uh, basically, this side of the room, yes, this side, nobody. <laughs> Amen. Well, the pews you're sitting in, they didn't look like that. Um, the walls and the windows, they didn't look like that. The, uh, the windows behind us, separating the lobby from the sanctuary, had these orange curtains. You remember the orange curtains? The carpet also didn't look like this. I can't remember what the carpet looked like. Uh, but I think we had cur- curtains in, in front of the baptismal, too, like the orange curtains. They were, they were everywhere on all the windows. And uh, just to see how the Lord has blessed this building uh, is amazing to me. And what I'll never forget, because it hasn't changed since the first time I set foot in this, in this building, uh, the warmth and the love of the people. You know, you can go to a lot of different churches. I've been to a lot of different churches all over the country. My family moved a lot when I was younger. I lived in four or five different states. And uh, I never felt welcomed at a church like I felt welcomed here. And I would walk in on a Sunday morning, you know, I've never been here. People don't know who I am, but people want to shake my hand, say hi, and give me a hug, and, and just the smiles on people's faces. You know, the genuine love of the Lord has always been in this place. That's, that's what I've experienced. And uh, I think even today, you know, as we keep going forward into 2023, that's still true. Um, visitors, when visitors come in here on a Sunday morning, they don't just get thanked or welcomed. They get welcomed by everybody. <laughs> Amen. We, we make sure that they, uh, they feel special here and that they know that it's a separate place set apart from the world, and that's really a blessing. Um, but what I'd like to do, uh, who would like to share a testimony or something they're thankful for that God has done in their life, or even a story how they got saved? We'll, we'll just kind of open it up, and we'll have uh, a time of testimony tonight. So don't feel shy. You don't have to go first, but we'll get to everybody if you want to turn. So I think Brother Lou raised his hand first. So We're going to give you a mic, and you can uh, you. go ahead and share. So is it on? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on. <laughs> um, so I've been out for some time, I guess a lot of you's noticed, and uh, I haven't been here. And <clears throat> but in the meantime, I, well, I didn't read the Bible a whole lot. I'd look through it and read different stuff from time to time. But it's not just the health I was battling. I was battling that. still battling like a lot of depression and uh, just from being sick. And when I had to be on steroids to help get the fluid out of my lungs and all that, I put on like some weight gain and... I've really, people didn't maybe not fully understand why I wasn't here. And I know people say you should come because God's going to help you with all that. And I believe that. But I just couldn't get myself to do it on a regular basis. So I just kept in mind that God was there. Um, I got to also thank a couple people that kept me on track. Not just my family, like Maria, Chris, my fiance, Eileen and all. But there's a guy, Gordon. He, he's a security guard at ShopRite. He's also a minister, and he knows the Bible inside and out. And every time I go to ShopRite, he gives us a prayer to say he, he's taken anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. I says, listen, I don't want to tie you up. We, oh, no, no, I got all the time in the world. And so he kept me going. I stopped by to see Pastor Phil, talked to different people from here at the church at different times. 
So it was difficult for me, but I never gave up my faith, and I knew I would come back to church. And Amen. so I'm thankful, and I'm praising God that he didn't give up on me, and that he allowed me to keep my faith, like even though I was kind of lost a little bit, that he gave me the energy and the strength to, to come back. I'm hoping to be here again on Sunday and just start regular like I was. I missed everybody Amen. here. And, um, you know, love for the church, just as, as unsaid, and the love for every one of you here. We never stopped praying for people, even though I wasn't commenting on Wednesday night. I've been in touch with Brother Ron Rink. I'm always in touch with Brother John. A lot of different people, mom and dad. I see at ShopRite, and, and we talk about the Lord and getting back to church. And Amen. So everybody, is, and my family, Marie and Chris, staying on me. Uh, Brother Paul, you know, just so many people. And like I said, I have been in touch with the pastor. So I just want to thank everybody for being there for me and understanding. And I want to thank the Lord for, you know, just allowing me to get back on my feet. And I knew how much I missed being here. And as soon as I walked in tonight, like always, the love, like you said, Amen. it was here from everybody. Yeah. So along with an earful to wherever I've been. <laughs> So anyway, I just Amen. want to say that, and uh, I just want my prayers to go out to, I don't know how Brother Jack is doing, but he's been on my mind. He's been a mentor to me, like so many others, and I just want to wish Pastor Phil well, and uh, he gets better soon. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Luke. <laughs> Amen. Okay, don't be shy. Who's, who would like to share next? Uh, Brother Greg? Hi, good evening, everyone. Um, didn't come with any, you know, prepared um, speech or anything like that. But I want to uh, reiterate something that Brother Rob said about um, the warmth that I feel that I come to the church. Um, when we first started going to this church, it was an immediate attraction, and I felt that that this is something right for me and, and my wife, Patty. I'm grateful for my wife that we are doing this together and we're growing stronger in faith. I want to thank every one of you, each and every one of you, for being, like Brother Rob said, um, very um, kind, loving, and you know, warm, warmth. I uh, coming from a, coming from a Catholic background, um, you know, being in church, uh, I always thought that that was the right, you know, religion and faith for me, and uh, I never knew anything outside of it. So I had nothing to compare it to. But you know, my search for the Lord has been ongoing for several years, probably like. Seven or eight years, I've been digging, digging in the Word, and you know, uh, learning about Christ. But I was always one foot in and one foot out. I opened the door, I looked in, but I never really uh, made that decision to get saved. And once I did that, you know, um, that ele elevated my you know, relationship to a different level as far as uh, as far as my faith, my belief, my belief uh, has got much stronger. You know, obviously, people go through uh, trials and tribulations and I was telling brother Lou that uh you know walk with the Lord is very simple it's very simple but it's hard because Amen. the world gets gets in the distractions the pride I guess and uh, I have some things uh, I'm working on myself but I just want to say if it wasn't for Pastor Phil I, I wish Pastor Phil was here but if it wasn't for Pastor Phil stopping in at Wawa one day and there were many many times where I was like what am I doing in this place like I, I ready to quit multiple times and then pastor phil 
you know, approached me a couple of times, we talked, and, uh, and he was the one. He was the one that, you know, gave me the direction to the church, uh, talked to me about the Lord, and uh, at that point I was reading my King James Bible for about a year. Um, still wasn't saved, but I was, you know, still searching and still going through that process of, uh, you know, trying to find, find my light, and I did. I found that light in Jesus Christ, and uh, I want to, I had no other church to compare to, but I love this church. Gospel Light Church is, is the best church I've ever been to, and I'm very grateful to be part of it, and uh, I would never want to say or do anything to jeopardize the standing of the church and its uh, beliefs and principles and and uh, priorities, which is, you know, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, saving souls, and uh, and uh, just want to say thank you for everyone and giving me this chance to uh, also be in the, in the ministry in some type of way. Thank you. Amen. Appreciate Amen. it. Amen, Brother Greg. Amen. All right. Don't be shy. Who would like to share? Sean, Kelly? Oh, Kelly. Amen. We got a twofer here, a little one and a big one. <laughs> I just want to thank the Lord, excuse me, um, because of this baby who I love so much. Amen. And um, I'm thankful for Big Victor. He's um, worked double shift today, but um, we're excited for our wedding. And um, I thank the Lord that we went through this journey and in the end, like, are seeking to do God's will and do what's right with God. And I love this church and I love everyone here. And I'm grateful for um, Haiti and Juanita for always inspiring Amen. me to do, to walk in um, the ways of God. And they are now my family, but also my sisters in Christ. And yeah, thank you, everyone. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, that, that warmth that you feel in this building, the warmth and the love that you feel from each other, you realize where that comes from. It comes from Jesus Christ. It comes Amen. from the Lord. Amen. And the reason why you feel it from all of us is because all of us have it inside of us as saved believers. And that's the difference, you know. How many churches could you go to where pretty much everyone who's in the church is saved? I, I'm not sure, but you can't hear. So, Brother Chris? Uh, I'm thankful for uh, a lot of things, but Tonight, there's two things that are on my mind, is that Marie and I have our seventh grandchild was born on Saturday. Amen. Amen. Um, thank you. Baby's doing well. Mom is doing pretty good. Um, so we're thankful everybody's healthy. It's a little girl, Hannah Lynn. Uh, they choose to give her a biblical name, which I think is pretty awesome. And the second thing I'm really thankful for and I don't mean to embarrass my wife, but tomorrow we celebrate our 44th wedding anniversary. <laughs> and she's, she's just like one lucky gal, that's all. <laughs> Humble till the very end, uh, amen. Uh, amen. Uh-oh. No. No, yes, I'm also thankful for our granddaughter and, you know, praising the Lord for a safe delivery and for also 44 years of marriage. Amen. Um, I just want to um, praise God, too, for our granddaughter, Tara, has been coming out to church sporadically. Yeah. And Amen. Um, she, sometimes she listens online when she's not here, and 
uh, I think it was two weeks ago when Brother Rob spoke the last time um, after church, we had a really long conversation about the Lord and how you know that you're saved. And um, she didn't go as far as praying to get saved that night. I think she's kind of still teetering on the edge of it, but it, she just had more of an understanding and she wants to read God's word and she, I, I think she really wants to just open up her life to him, but you know, we all know how, like, there's things that are in the way, you know, but yeah. um, I'm just praising God for that and praying that she continues to grow and that she does get saved soon. Amen. So. Amen. Oh, Patty. Patty. <laughs> okay. Patty, Patty, Patty. Amen. You're in trouble. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I wanted to say that um, I'm thankful for um, everyone here in the church and that we're a part of this church and I'm thankful for Greg for bringing us here um, and for Pastor Phil as well, like Greg said, um, for talking to Greg and um, you know, bringing us here to, to the church, and I'm grateful for everyone here and all the wonderful people we've met, and, um, you know, like Greg said, when we first came here, you feel the warmth, and everyone is so welcoming, and it, it feels like a family Amen. as soon as you come here, um, so I'm just very grateful to be a part of this church, and to know everyone here, so thank you. Amen. Amen. Oh, Ms. Moscow. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for my salvation and for Amen. the Holy Spirit. Amen. And uh, our church and our church family like everybody's saying, we're, like when, when someone's missing, like when Brother Lou and I think we was missing, like, you know, we're always on the heart, you yeah, know, and we, yeah. you know, we don't want to forget about them. So, like, when we pray and, you know, we want them back, you know, like if you see somebody missing here, pray for them and, and um, don't forget about them, you know, always bring them in prayer and when you get a chance, go and see them yeah. and bring them back to the fold. And I thank God for our church, our family, my husband, our our family, uh, my my daughters and my daughter and uh, my daughter-in-laws, and um, they're all just so special to me, you know. And my grandchildren, and I thank God. I, I don't know, like she was saying, her number seven. I had number five, and <laughs> I just can't like I was telling you today. We had eight in our family. <laughs> Yeah. And I just thank the Lord for that. You know, I love, you know, big families, so I want our church to grow and grow and grow and grow. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so we have a large family here, and then I praise the Lord for everybody here. It's so special to me. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to thank the Lord, just like my mom said, for salvation, because, you know, I'm not worthy of it. I ought to be in hell. I ought to be burning. And uh, I thank God that he made a way out, that he gave us that way, Amen. that I chose to accept that way, that I, my eyes were open to that way. Many people's eyes, they're not open. You could tell them all their life, and they never get it. 
But thank God that he opens our eyes to see it. And that, that's why we're here today. He's merciful to us every day, and Amen. we don't deserve it, Lord. So thank you, Lord. I want to praise your name. Blessed be your name, Father. Thank you for all you do for us. I want to thank you, uh, Gospel Light, uh, Pastor Phil. I was coming here. Most of you who know me know some of the testimony. And if you don't, uh, you'll hear it now. <laughs> but uh, my mom was always praying for me. I was saved as a young boy. Mrs. Holsworth led me to the Lord as a young boy. When I took into my heart, I took in for real. But it, just like other Christians, you get distracted, things that turn me off, and I'd walk away. Here and there, I'd try to come back. And then a praying mother would pray for me all the time, you know, Lord, protect him. Lord, bring him back, bring him back. She started coming here because Pastor Phil happened to visit them and bring them here. And she's like, you got to come check this out. You got to come, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, mom, I'm busy, I'm busy. But something kept telling me inside, go, go, go Amen. back, you know. And I started coming a little here, a little there, off and on. Pastor Phil starts talking to me, you know, when are you going to start doing something for the Lord, you know? Wanted to see if I was saved, make sure of that first. He did. And I, you know, discussed that with him and ex explained that to him. Then he said, well, when are you going to do something for the Lord? When are you going to do something for him? And it got to me. And little by little, I started coming more. And he told me, like, you know, you shouldn't work on a Sunday. You shouldn't do that. And that stuff started falling off of me here and there. I got a lot of work to go. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but the Lord, if you let him work on you in his time, not anyone else's time, but in his time, things will fall off of you. Things will start to change. Your life starts to change. The blessings I get from him just spiritually every day, it's amazing, you know. And uh, I want to thank him first for everything. I want to thank him for my beautiful wife, for my family, for a mother and father who's still around and care, who pray, for all you fine folks here. Every one of you means something to me and my wife. I mean, we try to have a little special relationship with every one of you the best we can. And uh, if, you know, we mess up, let us know that because I'm not above that. But uh, we love every, each and every one of you. We love our pastor, his family. These guys, they put their, their life on the line every day of the week, you know, and to serve the Lord. And, um, you know, they taught us a lot uh, what we should be doing, you know, as far as, you know, working for the Lord. So I just want to thank the Lord for bringing us to Gospel Light. I want to say that it's been a blessing. We love each and every one of you. And uh, just want to be thankful to God. You still, we should all be thankful to God at all times. Amen. So. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Amen. Uh, I'm just going to give. Um, <laughs> listening to everybody about being thankful, Jesse, your husband, Pastor Phil, has been mentioned. Amen. Your family. Um, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. Um, he made sure, he directed me how to be saved. He, he made sure that I was saved right. So uh, he reassured me of everything. But the thanks for, for Pastor Phil is amazing. And also I want to give thanks, a small little one, to my partner in crime, Dana. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, and Johnny uh, for just every time we have to do fellowship. You know, it's uh, it's a blessing to have them with you know with together downstairs. Uh, also, when I noticed that after I was saved, and you have the opportunity, Jeannie and I have been traveling to different states. I, for some reason, the Lord puts somebody that's a believer that we have a conversation. 
somebody will notice something. Uh, Jeannie and I were given thanks at a breakfast one day in New Hampshire. A family came up to us and said, I noticed that you are giving thanks to the Lord. And we sat and we prayed together for a little while. But I noticed Amen. that somewhere along the road that the Lord has put somebody there in front of me to talk to about the Lord or whatever. But most of all, I cannot imagine him blessing myself, my wife, and my family the way he has. Mm -hmm. And like Johnny says, that pretty much I should be in hell burning. But uh, through the grace of the Lord and his love that he's, you know, um, brought me to here. Amen. And to this church and to all of our friends. And another shout out to my buddy, Chris. You know, <laughs> thank you. Amen. Eileen. I am thankful for my family, for Lou's family. Yeah. And I just want to say the love that pours out from this church is so unbelievable. Amen. I mean, I've never felt anything like it like I do now. Yeah, amen. amen. Yep. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> amen, Eileen. Thank you. Anybody else? Don't be shy. You're only, you're only holding us back from pies downstairs, but don't, <laughs> don't let that stop you. Um, you got one more, Kelly? Okay. okay. We all know that Pastor Phil is amazing for all of his sacrifices he does for the Lord and for the church. But I also want to shout out Jessie, too, because she does so much behind the scenes Amen. and doesn't always get recognized. But, um, of course, we can't have this church without Pastor, but we can't have it without Jessie either. Yeah. And she's been a big blessing in my life and a role model to me. And I'm so grateful for Pastor and Jessie. Amen. Amen. Amen, yeah. And I, I hope we all can be thankful for family, you know. And, and not just our families, but our church family here. You know, I, again, I, I just... Going into any other church, I never felt like anyone even noticed if I was there or not. You know what I mean? But once I started coming here, it, you know, you couldn't help but feel noticed. And people wanted to talk to you and find out who you were and just share the love of Christ that they had with you. And uh, what a blessing. Um, but I, I want to give a, just a quick testimony. Uh, and we, we won't take too long, so don't worry. But, um, you know, I was, I was saved when I was young. Um, my, uh, my mother, amen, my mother led me to the Lord. Amen. amen. But I want to go beyond that because the only reason my mother was able to lead me to the Lord was because somebody led my mother to the Lord. Amen? And I want to tell you about my grandmother for a second. Uh, my grandmother, her name was Temple Rikazeski, Polish. Amen? But I uh, grew up here in Pennsylvania. Uh, married a, a veteran of World War II, my grandfather. He served on the, the USS North Carolina, uh, battling Japan in the Pacific. And uh, after the war, my grandma and grandpa... He settled down in Plymouth Meeting, not too far, and they had uh, three boys and my mom. <laughs> and uh, I think my mom is the second oldest. But, uh, you know, my grandma was always a strong woman of faith, okay? I think my grandfather grew up Catholic, but my grandmother grew up Protestant. So you can imagine back in the, you know, in the 50s what that would have been like. But uh, her faith in Christ was so strong that she was able to lead her family to the Lord, amen? 
And she led my mom to the Lord. And because of that, my mom led me to the Lord. You see how that works. And uh, I just want to recognize my grandma because she's not with us anymore. Um, my grandpa passed from some health complications, and she outlived him by a good decade, still going to church every Sunday, still being faithful. She never learned how to drive. She was one of those. Um, but she's still, you know, figuring out how to use Transnet or whatever it was to get to the church every week. And uh, I'll never forget, we grew up on the West Coast out in Seattle, and obviously a very long way from Pennsylvania. You know what my grandmother would do? She would mail us pies. Of all things, she would mail us pies. And not just any pies. My grandma and my grandpa would go to the Shady Maple in Lancaster, go to the farmer's market, and they would get the shoe fly pies, which was my favorite pie of all time. But you, you can't find one outside of Amish country in PA. I don't think so. And I don't know how she did it, but she would mail these shoe fly pies to us on the West Coast. I don't know if you, there's a special aircraft carrier that does that or air carrier, whatever it is, but she would mail them to us and we would enjoy them. Um, but in honor of that, my family and I, we went to the Shady Maple last week and we got uh, a shoe fly pie. So it's downstairs and I hope you'll have a, a bite because <laughs> it's a really good pie from, from Shady Maple. Um, but, you know, we talk about family traditions, you know. My, my grandmother had tr the tradition of going to the Shady Maple and, and sending us pies and this and that. Well, you know, the Lord has blessed me with my own family. And even though I've lived through it and I've been through the experience over the years of finding my wife and getting married and having kids and getting a house and this, I still can't. It feels like it's happened so fast that I can't even comprehend how God was able to work out all the details, all the pieces. You know, when I moved here to Pennsylvania in 2010, I didn't have any money. I mean, I was broke. I didn't have anything in my name. I had a, a car that my dad let me take because it was old and he just didn't need it anymore. So he said, hey, you can have it. And uh, I called up my grandma and, uh, before I drove out here. And I said, Grandma, I'm thinking of just like, starting over with my life. You know, could, I, could, I come stay, could I come stay with you? And she said, from the bottom of my heart, I would be honored. My door is open anytime. You can come and you can stay. And my grandma took me in for a few months as I, you know, started finding work and doing this and that. And I met my wife only a few months after I moved out here and things got moving in that direction. But um, my grandma always, always, always had an open door. And the traditions that, that her family had, um, you know, generationally, we have to start our own traditions, right? And so I want to I wanna give a, a big shout of praise to my wife back there. She's running the sound booth tonight. She's, <laughs> amen. <laughs> yeah. We've got our two beautiful kids downstairs are playing in the nursery. They're having a good time. Uh, but my wife is, is great at coming up with family traditions. So I want to show you something. And you may, you may laugh, but that's okay. I'll explain it once I show it to you. Look at this. This is a, a, It looks like a Thanksgiving turkey, right? So, okay, so each one of these is a feather. And this is a, a, a tradition we started last year. So in the month of November... Each one of these feathers, each day at dinner, when we sit down at the table to have dinner, all four of us, we each take turns saying what we're thankful for. And each one of these feathers has something that all four of us in my family are thankful for. Whether it's me, my wife, my daughter who's two, or my son that's four, all of us participate. And we go through the whole month just filling this out and showing, you know, things that we're thankful for. Jesus is all over here. God is all over here. I'm all over here. Amen. My wife is all over here. Uh, food is all over here, just great things, um, but true blessings, you know, it's, it's easy in this life, it's easy to let it go by so fast that we lose track of what we're really thankful for, and as a tradition to just slow down for, you know, three minutes at the table and just say, hey, let's, let's pray to the God, let's pray to God, thank him for the food, thank him for what he's done in our lives, 
And then let's thank each other and tell each other what we're thankful for personally. And just acknowledge that. You know, there's, when you find the time to be thankful and you make that a priority, it does something to your spirit and your attitude. Because someone who's thankful and, and gracious and has a lot of gratitude in their heart comes across very loving and very warm and very friendly. All the attributes that Jesus Christ wants us to exhibit are easier, easier uh, to come by if we're being thankful, you know? And the world would have you just run the other direction and, and be critical of everything. But we should really stop and slow down and figure out what we're thankful for in this life. Um, so what I'd like to do, we'll just take a few minutes in the scripture, and uh, we won't be too long. It's not really, we're not really preaching tonight. We're not giving a full message. We're just going to look at one passage, and then uh, we'll, we'll pray, and we'll have some fellowship downstairs. But open your Bibles. Let's turn to the book of Ezra in the Old Testament, Ezra chapter 3. Ezra is right before the book of Nehemiah, and it's right after 2 Chronicles in the Bible, Ezra chapter 3. And to, to set some context here, Ezra 3 takes place um, during the period in which Israel is being, or Jerusalem is coming back together uh, as a nation after the captivity. So if you remember all during the time of the kings, you know, you had King David and his son King Solomon. God used King Solomon to build the original temple in Jerusalem, the first temple that was ever built for the Lord, the real temple. Probably one of the most, if not the most, magnificent building that's ever existed on this planet. I believe that, bar none. Well, after, um, after it was built, you know, King Solomon ended his life sort of starting to go astray. And the kings that followed after Solomon led the nation away from God. And so you had this beautiful house dedicated to the Lord in the middle of Jerusalem. But you had a people that were supposed to be praising God and worshiping God and serving God, turning to other things and turning away from God, even in the very vicinity of the temple. And so eventually God let them, he, he turned them over to their destruction. Babylon came, King Nebuchadnezzar came, the Babylonian army besieged the city, destroyed the temple, and took all of them back captive. And for 70 years, their people were captive in the land of Babylon. After 70 years, God orchestrated for the Persian Empire to overthrow Babylon, and the Persian king said, go back and serve your God. King Cyrus from Persia sent them back. So Ezra takes place as the temple is about to be rebuilt in Jerusalem uh, after 70 years of captivity. So I would like to read uh, just a short passage here in Ezra chapter 3. We'll read from verse 8 through the end of the chapter. Now in the second year of their coming unto the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, began Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josedek, and the remnant of their brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all they that were come out of the captivity unto Jerusalem, and appointed the Levites from twenty years old and upward to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. Then stood Jeshua with his sons and his brethren, Cadmiel and his sons, the sons of Judah, together to set forward the workmen in the house of God, the sons of Henadad, with their sons and their brethren, the Levites. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the son of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang together in, by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord, because he is good. For his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. 
But many of the priests and Levites and chiefs of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes wept with a loud voice and many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of the joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off. Amen. Amen. So you see here what's happening in this chapter is they're all coming back together. All the people who have been in, in Babylon for a long time, 70 years. So generationally, most of the people coming back from Babylon had never seen the temple of God. They had never seen it because they had been captive their entire lives. But some of them had seen it. It mentions them in verse 12. And my apologies if you're over 70, it calls them ancient men. Now, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think 70 is that old these days, but that's what the Bible says. <laughs> Amen. But you see, what, what was happening here was everyone was coming back together to lay the foundation. So they haven't rebuilt the temple yet. They're just getting started. They're getting all the young men together, all the older men. They're coming together for one unified purpose, and that is to rebuild the temple of God. And you see immediately what they do is they're praising the Lord. They're singing songs. They're gracious. They're giving thanks. And they're, they're lifting up the name of God because of how good he is and how merciful he is. And I want you to think about this and really consider this because this is the people of Jerusalem coming back home after the most brokenness they had ever experienced in their entire lives. You know, they had had some bad kings here and there. They hadn't had always a good go at it. But they actually lost their entire home. They were kicked out of their homes. They lost their homes, their families, their neighborhoods, their cities. And they had to go live somewhere else as foreigners, as slaves, for 70 years, generation after generation. You know, growing up and seeing your kids born into bondage and slavery. And now they're finally coming back to freedom, to be where they were before. And they get to just see the foundation. They don't even see the house yet. And imagine what an emotional moment that would have been. To feel the, you see the Bible mixes the joy. It mixes the joy with the weeping and with the sadness. And I'm going to tell you, you can be thankful. You can be thankful for something, whether it's with joy and happiness, or maybe it's with tears and emotions. You can be thankful either way. It depends how it affects you. But the right attitude and the right mindset is what they had. They were just so thankful that who did they want to praise? They wanted to praise God. You see, they could have blamed God for what happened. They could have had a totally different attitude. They could have cursed God and said, forget it. You gave us over to captivity. We're not going to rebuild the temple. They could have had that attitude. But you know what? They went through a tough period of time. They went through a trial of brokenness. And in the end, they still praised God. And I think that's something that all of us can learn a lesson from because how many of us have had moments in our lives where maybe we were far from God or we felt that we were running the wrong way and we were lost like sheep and we didn't know where our shepherd was and we didn't maybe care where he was. We just wanted to do our own thing and do what we wanted to do. But God never gave up on us. God never turned his back on us. God says, Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's true. And so when God brings us back and restores the brokenness, you see here, generations of men and women weeping and shouting and singing together, all the emotion in the world probably couldn't compare to what they were feeling in this moment. But their hearts were finally in the right place. They wanted to give thanks to the Lord their God. And I want to tell you, Gospel Light, as simple as this message is, we just need to try to spend a little bit more time each and every day giving thanks to God. Amen. Whether things are going great, whether things are going awful, it really doesn't matter because 
If we're alive, if we're still going, if we're still moving and kicking, if we're still breathing, we can thank God. Amen? And we can thank Jesus Christ every day for the love that he poured out on the cross when he died on the cross to save us from our sins. He did it for one reason. He did it because he loves us. He did it because he loves us. And he wanted to give you, every single one of you, the chance to become saved and to enter into that personal relationship with him. That's the Savior that we serve. He loves each and every one of us like his only child. And I know for a fact that if 8 billion people in the world would have rejected Christ, but just one would have accepted him and gotten saved, Jesus still would have went to that cross for that one person. Amen? And that one person might as well be you. Think about it like that. Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. We need to be thankful for that each and every day and just count our blessings. You know, what a perfect first song to sing today, count your blessings. Sometimes I try to count them and I, I run out. Sometimes my mind goes blank, but I know that there's, I can, I can never actually exhaust the list of things that I should be thankful for and blessings that I have in my life because God's blessed me with a beautiful wife, a great house, a great place to live, a perfect church family, kids that are healthy, amen? That's not something you can take for granted. Um, and parents that love me, that raised me in the Lord, you know? Um, my parents didn't end up staying married. They got divorced. But even through all that, my parents never turned their backs on me. And they never turned their backs on my brother and my sister. They always made sure that they had time for us. And uh, we all have to do our best. You know, sometimes our best isn't very good. <laughs> sometimes it's just, we all fall short of the glory of God. But... In our weakness, we can show how perfect his strength is, amen, and we can show how great he is and how good he is and how endless his mercy is. So I just want to challenge you tonight during this month, think about making a new tradition. Think about setting some time aside every day, maybe with your family, with your spouse, your significant others, maybe your kids or your grandkids, whoever you have to think about. You know, could you just spend some time sharing how you're thankful with them and have them share how they're thankful with you? Even if it's just verbally, you don't have to write it down and make a turkey. <laughs> you, you could if you want, but, but I, I'm telling you, just that small moment when we sit down as a family and we do that, it means the world. And it, it's special to my heart, and I hope that my kids, when they grow up, they're going to look back on that with nice memories. You know, if, if my kids see this turkey, you know, when they're 18 years old and they think, I remember that, you know, they probably forgot all about it, but if they remember this thing in 18 years, you know, how are they going to feel? And those are the kind of traditions and memories we should be striving to create because this world will show you a lot of brokenness and a lot of bad things. But it's up to us, the people of Jesus Christ, the family of Jesus Christ. We need to show the love of Jesus Christ, not just to each other, but to the whole world. And we need to live that. You know, We can't exclude other people. We need to help each other along the way. We need to help each other see the light. Because unless any of us saw that light, where would we be? You know, the testimony after testimony of all of you. You think about how close, how close could it have been that you would have never found, found salvation, that you never would have found Jesus Christ? You think about how many puzzle pieces had to fit just right for you to have that moment to accept Christ. And each and every single one of us has a story like that. And because of that, that's, we're all sitting here today because we've made that choice. But you think about how careful and how precise God's ways are. You know, God sets up divine appointments Brother Greg, Pastor Phil didn't walk into Wawa on accident that one day. Amen? God knew that he wanted to talk to you. And God used Pastor Phil to talk to you. And because of that, you're in the church. You know, you're doing amazing things. You're helping with the ministry. All of us have stories like that. And so you see the workings of God. God is willing to use us. And he will absolutely use all of us. 
Don't be, don't be blind to it. Don't try to fight it. Allow yourself just to be used by the Holy Spirit. And just understand that God, your heavenly Father, he knows what's best for all of us. He does. He knows what's best for us better than we do. You could admit that. And it's okay to trust him because he knows what he's doing. He's never going to let you go. And he's happy every single time you say thanks to him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray for the food. And I don't want to hold you up here anymore. I know there's pies downstairs. And I, I want to I try some shoe fly pie. It's been a while for me since I've, I've had it. And uh, I'm just really thankful. So uh, I'll share a word of prayer just to close out. And uh, I'll pray for the food. And then we can uh, go have some good fellowship downstairs. Let's pray. Uh, thank you, dear Lord. Thank you for being such a blessing to each and every single one of us, Lord. Thank you for our church family. Thank you, Lord, for the love that you poured out on the cross, Lord. And thank you for the love that you continue to pour out on all of us, Lord, even today. Uh, I thank you for uh, all of our brothers and sisters here in Christ. I thank you for the food downstairs, Lord, all the people that worked really hard to, to decorate and to prepare the, the downstairs for the fellowship tonight. Thank you for that, Lord. Uh, we just pray that you would bless the food, help it to nourish us, Lord, uh, even though it's pie. I just pray that you would help us with that and uh, help us not to get away from our diets or anything, but just to enjoy, enjoy the fellowship that you have ordained tonight, Lord. It's a special thing. And uh, help us to look to that first. And we pray for Pastor, Lord, um, as he's trying to heal up. Please help him and help him to be well. Help his fever to go away. And uh, just thank you for this beautiful church you've built, Lord. Uh, all the beautiful people that you brought together, Lord. All your, your children, Lord. Your sons and daughters in Christ. Um, thank you that you've, uh, thank you that you loved each and every one of us, Lord, enough to make that step on, on the cross to, to die for us, Lord. I thank you for it. Uh, we lift up tonight's service to you, Lord. And uh, we praise you and we love you and we forever uh, we'll glorify you, Lord, one day in heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ, we all pray. Amen. 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 All right, everybody, we can go downstairs and let's have some good fellowship.